Welcome back to the Our Fabric podcast, the show where we get the scoop from the industry's experts. I'm Stuart Bunn, and in this episode, Lee Woodward interviews Joel Davis, the owner of Image Property, a property management company looking after more than 5,000 properties. Joel has a team of 23 property managers working in Australia and another 18 staff supporting them from the Philippines. And he's a major advocate of the Net Promoter Score System, which measures customer satisfaction. And today, we're going to look at how he's used it to improve his business, as well as to incentivize his staff. I know that you're going to find his ideas fascinating, so hit the subscribe button so you can stay tuned to each episode, and let's get started. Welcome to the show, Joel and Lee. Joining us now from Image Property in Brisbane is Mr. Joel Davis. Joel, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Lee. Joel, quite an incredible career from property manager to leader and now helping thousands and thousands of properties in Australia. And I'll let our listener know what I mean. Joel, your position at Image Property, you're the owner. How many properties do you have under property management? Uh, A little bit over 5,000, Lee. And with those 5,000, how many property managers are working in this country? We have 23 property managers. That means we've got our international team members. How many do you have over there? 18 staff in the Philippines that support our property managers. And Joel, today's program, and we thank you for coming on board, we're wanting to know more about the NPS Net Promoter Scores, how it's conducted, how it's used in your business, and what it's allowed you to learn and improve within the business. But what is NPS? Yeah, Lee, it's a customer satisfaction survey management system. So for us, it's the most commonly used um, customer satisfaction survey system that there is in the market, and, and therefore it does give you something which is comparable. I think for us, it really is a metric of how the business is performing on a day-to-day basis, but also over time, you know, we, we noticed that we do the customer satisfaction surveys at least three times a year these days. We used to do a four. We dropped it back a little bit. Um, you know, but for us, it's a really good gauge on where we are as an organization. If we make a big change in the process and the structure that we have within the organization, we usually see that reflected within our NPS score, be it good or bad. So really, really valuable tool for us. When you first started the NPS, because I think this was a bit of a shock to all companies as they first did it, what was your original scores and where are you today? Yeah, when we first started it, we got a zero for tenants um, and we got a 25 for our landlords. So scores that at the time, you know, we were we weren't happy with. Um, but, you know, I guess putting that in perspectively, industry average in Australia is negative 36 for property management and comes in at about 12 for landlords. Wow. So, and today, what's the scores since you've obviously taken the lessons from what comes in and got the efficiencies right behind the scenes? Where are you now? Yeah, our tenant score sits at 62 now and our landlord score sits at 76 now. So very much you know, an area where we're happy with those scores at this point, obviously always trying to improve them, um, but we've been able to consistently keep the scores around those marks for a couple of years now. Now, Joel, I was at a um, property management conference with you just a couple of months ago on the Gold Coast and it was amazing how... People had never done the NPS, but those that have engaged have now got control back over their business. What decisions does it make you make 
allow you to make as a leader on the behaviour of staff? Is it fair for what the consumer or the landlords are asking for? What's been the big lessons for you? Yeah, I think, you know, fair is always an interesting one. doesn't really matter if it is fair or not, does it? Um, you know, but I think that's exactly what it gives you. It gives you feedback. Um, you know, I think for us, it's been a tool that we've used for many years now to identify trends. Um, and, you know, that trend could be a property manager that's just not coping or a property manager that, you know, is just not trying in some cases. Um, you know, and obviously you get that feedback pretty quickly, um, you know, when you go looking for it and somebody is asleep at the wheel. So, you know, for us, that's not an issue that we have anymore, but it is something which helped us make sure that we had the right people in our organisation in years gone by. Because if you ask an angry landlord for feedback and they've got three emails unresponded to and two phone calls unresponded to, they're more than happy to give it to you. And obviously, you know, one of the big things that we've used MPS for, Lee, is obviously being able to provide guidance and training and support for our team. But, you know, it's also a very, very effective tool in terms of being able to incentivize staff as well. You know, so for us, it, it becomes one of the primary bonus structures that we have within the organisation off the back of each individual's MPS scores. Now, Joel, that's interesting in this podcast in itself. So... Take us deeper into that. How are you incentivising the staff with the MPS score? How are you blending that together? Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit more complex these days, Lee, um, because of the size of the portfolios that we have and the variance to the portfolio sizes that we have within the organisation. But the traditional method that we've used for three years is that we said at the start of a year, the guys would have a $10,000 bonus pool available to them and they would lose... $500 for any owner that scored them less than a seven and they would lose $100 for every tenant that scored them less than a seven. Um, the only other thing that came out of that, Lee, was they would lose $1,000 out of that bonus structure for any avoidable loss. So a management where that owner has left directly because of the quality of the work that we have provided. So, you know, what we did with that was at the end of the year, whatever was left over out of that $10,000 would be paid out in monthly installments across the next six months of the following year. So it provided a really good incentive, not just a – I think it's important to use it as a carrot and not just a stick. Um, you know, if people are going to do well at it, they should be rewarded for that as well. Um, and, you know, we, we, found, we found that that was something that got huge engagement from our team and something that really drove the standards within the business effectively. And our property managers have gone through so much change with legislation and uh, I know in Brisbane there's been a lot of rent increases which causes tension with the tenants, the landlords. How's it been handling all that, Joel? Yeah, it's an interesting one. You get stuck in the middle a little bit with that. Um, you know, we, we've definitely noticed our tenant MPS score come down off the back of what have been very significant rent increases. Um, and, you know, and I can understand that. Um, but ultimately, you know, we have a responsibility to keep the properties right in line with market value. Um, we don't set the price of the market. Um, you know, it's just our job to make sure that we identify what it is and let the owners decide what they'd like to do with that information. So, look, I think, you know, it, it swings around about slowly. Previously, we had landlords that were giving us low scores because we had multiple rent reductions every time their property came to market back in you know, the, the 2015 sort of time frame where a vacancy rate sat at 
six percent in Brisbane. These days it sits at sub one percent. And so, you know, the the tenants are definitely getting the worst of it at the moment, but that always swings in roundabouts. And I think the effective thing about NPS is that it doesn't worry me if that trend is consistent across the entirety of the portfolio. Whereas if you see an if you see feedback like that in one portfolio and not in others, typically it can tell you that there is actually just an issue with dialogue and that staff member may need further training and support around how to manage expectations. Yeah, it's an interesting one because owners and tenants do get cranky because not everything goes in their favour and then our property managers are in the middle of that. But as you mentioned just before, this has been a tool to assist. Not everything in the schools is going to lead to what we want, but it can give us that guidance. And, Joe, I might just get you to share with our audience, I was looking at your software package the other day where you know the property could be coming up for renewal and the NPS score was sort of laced into that, saying this is an at-risk uh, landlord that we haven't been going well. How have we been able to bring that all together? Yeah, that, that's been a that's been a brilliant change that we've only made in the last 12 months, Lee. So, if we've got an owner that has scored us less than a seven, that is an at-risk property. So, the way that NPS works, Lee, is zero to six is considered to be a detractor. Um, you know, they're, they're actively not happy. Seven or eight are passive, don't love you, but don't dislike you. And a nine or a ten, they love you. They are a big supporter of your organisation and a very likely referrer. And so for us, what we do once we get the scores back is we actually have a relationship strength which gets assigned to that property. And so if they're a nine or a ten, it's strong, high level of trust. If it is a seven or eight, it's stable. And if it is sub seven, it is at risk. And we've just found it so effective because as a property manager, you could have 20 or 30 phone calls with different landlords a day. And so being able to identify as the workflow is telling you what needs to be done next, exactly what the relationship status of that property is as you're about to make the call is incredibly effective, Lee, because you can put more effort into one call than another. Sometimes you are just trying to get through your work and you need to get through it as quickly and efficiently as possible. Other times you are trying to get a relationship back on track. And so being able to apply a little bit more preparation, a little bit more attention, a little bit more time to that phone call in order to be able to improve the quality of the relationship is really important for us. We've seen huge upside out of being able to do that. And Joel, Brisbane's had a challenging year because there's been so little to rent and the rent increases have been high with people coming from south to north. Has that put a lot of pressure on the property managers that may have reflected back in their scores? Yeah, look, I think you know property managers are pretty used to always having a challenge of some sort. And to be honest, Lee, like this, this market, it's easier for us to have an issue of low stock than it is for us to have an issue of high vacancy and high stock. You know, when you've got owners that are taking, you know, $50, $60 rent increases, but that's the level of income that they set their mortgage payments at, that that was a much harder discussion and time frame for us. So, look, I think it's always a matter of perspective. Um, you know, I think that for us, we're always making sure that we're empathetic to the situation, but we're not apologetic to the situation. Um, you know, for us, you know, we don't control the market, we work within the market. 
Um, so, you know, I think whenever you've got effective training and effective, you know, dialogue in place with your team members, it really does help to resolve that. Um, you know, I think in terms of the, the biggest challenge for our guys and, and what we see across the country at the moment, Lee, is just a continuing increase in legislative compliance and property compliance. You know, that, that is workload that just continues to get added to the plate of property managers without any additional income or support to be able to do that work. So it is just a net increase at all points without a net increase in the pay that goes along with that job. So I'd say that's what we're seeing as the biggest challenge within the industry at the moment. You should ask for the feedback on what needs to be addressed first. You know, if you want to know what the problem is and you've got people that are upset, one thing I know to be true is that they're happy to tell you what they're upset about. Um, so for us, you know, it, it was it was great being able to do that NPS feedback when we were, you know, nowhere near as good as we are today. And we certainly created a roadmap about how we would go about improving the quality of the experience and the service within the organisation off the back of the feedback that we got right along the way. And you could see as we deliberately changed processes and structures and improved training, you could see the change in the feedback that was coming through. So I think doing it right at the start is so valuable. Um, you know, I, I think you want to know where you've come from to know that the changes that you made have actually had the impact that you planned on as opposed to thinking that you've improved when it may have actually been a decline in score. You just don't know if you haven't done it. So look, I, I think it should just be something that is part of the organization's fabric. It should be done on a regular basis, whatever that is, even if it's only once a year or twice a year, it should be done consistently. Yeah, and I, and I think people are so scared to get a bad score versus you've got to start somewhere. This is a an efficiency tool. It's a training improvement tool. So it, it's not you won the award or not. It's where do we have to fix things within the business, which could lead to that solution of helping so many of the property managers better understand what their role is that has impact on what doesn't. How do the property managers take to being scored? How, do they take that well, bad? How does that go? Yeah, look, I think it can, it can be confronting. Um, you know, for us, it's, it's a non-issue because it is just part of the part of the core of the organisation. It's been done for so long now that it would be weird if we didn't do it. Um, you know, but I think in terms of, um, you know, the dialogue that goes along with it when you're rolling it out for the first time, it's really important for people to understand that it's something that's critical to business. It's something that helps us identify our best people and reward them for their efforts. And it's something that helps us identify the people that may need training and support, which is also good for them if they want to stay in the business long term. So, you know, I think it's very important the way that it gets communicated and it really is a positive tool, Lee. Like for us, we pay our bonuses off the back of it. It's a really proud moment for our teams. You know, Kayla Lee, for example, had 76 promoters, one new, um, one neutral and one detractor. Like that's just an outrageous score. And so you're talking about 76 people that have scored a nine or a 10. Um, you know, if you go through and have a look at the commentary that comes along with it, it's really nice for the guys. You know, it, it, it's really positive and I think for them, they really look forward to it. Uh, because the majority of all of the feedback we do get is positive, and the feedback that's not positive is an opportunity to protect a property that's about to leave that hasn't left yet, if it's a landlord. You know, and I think the way we looked at it with tenants as well was really important. 
you know, like if you think about the organisations we work within, conflict is such a significant issue within our industry. And, and people shouldn't have to put up with the volume of it that they have. You know, I think there's always going to be a degree of conflict. That's just the nature of it. You know, we are effectively the referee in this scenario. You know, but I think the volume of that conflict in the past is not acceptable. And so we drew a direct correlation with our tenant score and the volume of conflict in our organization. We, we made a conscious decision that if we could systematically increase that tenant score, we knew that we would systematically reduce the volume of conflict within our business. And that's absolutely what we're saying. You know, I think when you can explain that to your team and you can identify exactly why we're doing this, it's not just that we're checking on you. It's that there is purpose to it and there is strategic reasoning behind it. I think it goes a long way. Well, Joel, absolutely fantastic information for our listener. You're listening to Joel Davis, the owner of Image Property, 5,000 properties under management. You know, it's a good start in terms of what we've done, but to be honest, I think that there is still a huge volume more collaboration that's needed um, as this industry continues to get tougher and tougher. Joel Davis, thank you for joining us, and we look forward to speaking to you in the future. Thanks for having me, Lee.
Welcome back to the Our Fabric podcast, the show where we get the scoop from the industry's experts. I'm Stuart Bunn, and in this episode, Lee Woodward interviews Joel Davis, the owner of Image Property, a property management company looking after more than 5,000 properties. Joel has a team of 23 property managers working in Australia and another 18 staff supporting them from the Philippines. And he's a major advocate of the Net Promoter Score system, which measures customer satisfaction. And today, we're going to look at how he's used it to improve his business, as well as to incentivise his staff. I know that you're going to find his ideas fascinating, so hit the subscribe button so you can stay tuned to each episode, and let's get started. Welcome to the show, Joel and Lee. 